Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, everybody, to Conversations with Carroll. I'm your host, Nolan Carroll, and I have a special guest with me today, my younger brother, Nico Carroll. Nico, got a serious question for you. What's up? How do you turn white chocolate into dark chocolate? I have no idea. Turn off a light. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not wrong. Partially, never. Anyways, this is a great episode because it's talking about JA. A lot of you don't know what JA is. It's a junior college program my brother created. It's called the Jacksonville Athletic Academy. He's asked me to coach, which is something I've never done before and never even thought I'd be doing. But it's been because it's a great cause. It's it's honestly to to help kids extend their collegiate careers with, with football and teach them about life. And everybody just sees it happening, but nobody really knows and understands why and who is the person behind it. You are the reason. You are the genius behind it. So just, just tell us how this idea came about. Sure. So, you know, honestly, the idea came from just being an entrepreneur all, all around. Um, you know, I, found, I saw that there was a niche for people that wanted to have an opportunity to continue playing sports. Mm -hmm. And um, as you know, I had the pro basketball team down in South Florida, and um, that gave guys an opportunity to continue playing basketball at a professional level and have opportunities to play for overseas teams. I figured, you know, COVID's hit, football's a major sport in the community. I mean, I think two and two can be paired together. And then you probably think, well, why the college route? A lot of kids were affected when COVID hit and shut down a lot of the seasons because there's a backlog. Everybody hears about the transfer portal now. Mm -hmm. That really was in its infancy stages when it comes down to what we what we now see as a problem for kids transferring and getting opportunities to other colleges and universities. So I figured, you know, why not take that same entrepreneur idea to have a professional team and kind of change that and alter it to where we can now provide opportunity to young men coming out of high school and start teaching them what it means to be a student athlete, a true student athlete at the collegiate level like you were and like many other guys out there, it's a different level. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different level, completely different speed. And, um, you know, when we talk about having this opportunity for young men playing football, it's one of those avenues that a lot of low-income communities don't necessarily have all the means to have showcase talent like here in clay county yeah but when you have a junior college program that provides that level of opportunity to them you're now opening a door for them that they never would have seen before a lot of these young men that either can't pay for college out of pocket or are you know first generation ever go to college it's very difficult to acclimate to that mainly because they don't have the resource but a junior college provides that step up which is where the football program comes into play we provided kids an outlet to continue their education to go to college to receive their AA, mm -hmm. um, their associate's degree, and then also continue their athletic dream to play at the collegiate level in hopes of going to a Division One team. Interesting. Now, all this sounds great in your mind when you first started, and I remember when you told me it was all great, but what about when it actually happened? And mm -hmm. this relates to business too, because there's a lot of people that have everything that looks great on paper, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden when you get ready to start, it's like... 
hold up. I didn't know it was going to go like this. So how was it for you when you actually first began and started seeing how real it was? What was your mindset? Honestly, I knew it was going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that seems kind of arrogant, but I like I shared with you before, I had the same thing with basketball because that's my first love, my first passion. And I saw how quickly it caught on. It was like rapid fire. Someone someone said, okay, I'm going to play. We make an announcement. The next person says, hey, I want to play too. I have tryouts. Got a gym full of guys. Mm-hmm. The business model was already proven. It's just now how can we refine it to where it's not so piecemeal, but where it's more organized. Yeah. So when I saw that it was a reality was when we had the first kid commit. I don't even know who it was, but I remember that we started having one kid commit, then another kid commit, then another kid commit. And it just became this thing where now we're on the calls with their parents, mm-hmm. talking to them about what we, what our dream is now, what we want to do to provide that opportunity to your child, where we are with the experiences, which is why I asked you to be a part of it, because the best attributes that a leader can show is that they don't know everything, right? I know I need people that are in my circle that I can bring in with a different knowledge and different skill set than me to achieve what I need to. So I knew for the basketball side, hey, I knew that. I don't really need anybody. But I knew for football, why not ask the one person that I know has been to the highest level, succeeded for years, damn near almost a decade, and help lead these kids in the way that I know I can. And let me do what I know I'm good at and, and having the big picture and having the vision. So when you ask me about, like, you know, how did I you know, feel or how did I react when, you know, things started becoming a reality. It was really just off a basis of how can I improve? It wasn't so much of, oh, snap, this really worked. Now I got to get to work. Mm -hmm. No, that's how, that's how people that don't truly have a vision, have a plan or even have God's vision show that they're not prepared. I've been prepared for this. This is something that I'm trying to share with other people now, which you're able to see now with, you know, your interaction with the kids, with the coaches, with other people looking into the program saying, hey, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. How do you do that? Yeah. It's not so much about the how, it's more so around the why. The why is because we want to provide opportunity to young men in our communities. Interesting. And you just said something about leadership that got me before we got on here. We are talking about just people that have fallen off, didn't do what they were supposed to do. Explain a little bit more about what you just said on leadership and understanding that you don't know it all. And And sometimes leaders tend to think, oh, I know it. I know it all. You need to come to me. I have the right answers to everything. Mm -hmm. Explain how when you are a leader, the time to lead is is you to understand when you need to lead and when you need to allow others to lead and give them that confidence. Absolutely. So what I was, you know, what I said was just about being a good leader shows that, I mean, I'll just use it as this, is that you're showing your vulnerability, what you don't know, right? I know that I'm not an expert in any one subject, but shoot, I know somebody that is. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That's going to help me get to where I need to go because that now improves me in an area I know I'm weak. I know where I'm strong. I know what God gave me the ability to do, but now I could really go in and, and kind of improve what I don't know because that's just going to make me stronger. Mm-hmm. And guess what that's going to do? Empower the next person. True. And that's a good trait of a leader to share that to share with other people that, hey, I know I'm not good at this, you actually have that level of experience and expertise, I'm going to lean on you and that empowers that person. And guess what that person may end up doing? Doing that for someone else. And you see how that's a chain reaction. Mm -hmm. And that's what we try and teach our young men is that, quite frankly, 
it's not so much about you, you, you. It's more so about your brother next to you. Mm -hmm. It's so much about how you can help somebody else come up from the trenches like you did. Because mm -hmm. you made it here. How did you make it with the help of other people? Mm -hmm. And guess what you're going to be able to do for those? Because you see what the ones, the people in front of you did to get you to help help get you where you are. So, mm -hmm. you know, when we talk about leadership, we talk about building men into, into or young men into, um, you know, strong professionals or better football players. It stems out much further than that because it's truly generational at that point. Yeah. Because the lessons they learn today are going to be what they pass along tomorrow. So we really got to be able to to foster that and give them a space to do so. That's true. What do you think the the problem is with people that can't see what you just described? What is holding them back to be able to to get up there? Because people want to lead. Everybody's wishing, hoping, praying to lead, but when they get put in that position or when they're trying to reach that position, they always fall short because of a certain thing. So what mm -hmm. do you think from what you've seen is holding people back from actually being that leader that they want to be? I mean, it's a three-letter word. It's called ego. That's it. Mm -hmm. If you don't have an ego, you don't have you don't have anything that's going to stop you from being better than what you in, envision. God has something more for each and every one of us. And that's not just based off of you know, um, I'm the shit, I could do X, Y, and Z. No, it's, you got to humble yourself. Yeah. You got to wipe away that three-letter word and be able to just submit and say, look, I know what I don't know, and guess what? That's okay. I don't need to be the person that's up in front. I don't need the limelight. And for everybody that, that's heard about JAA, you guys would think it was Nolan's program, right? You wouldn't see anything because I don't need my name on this. I don't need my face to be a part of anything because I know the bigger picture. It's not so much about what... I can do is more so about what can I inspire other people to do? Yeah. What can I truly do to make a difference and make this long lasting? Anybody else that's getting into the space that we're in is in it for one thing and that's a check. Yeah. That's it. They trying to, how can I get something from someone else to gain something for myself? Mm -hmm. Right. As opposed to everything that I've been saying is how can we provide opportunity for somebody else to achieve something more? Mm -hmm. Right. Two different dynamics. Yeah. So when you talk about people that are in a space where they're saying, oh, well, you know, I'm not getting where I need to go because somebody else. Nah, you may want to look in the mirror and see yourself because, quite Thanks. frankly, you're probably the person that's stopping you from doing anything. Thanks. You know how many times people have probably tried to stick their hand out and say, I want to help you, and you knock it away because you think it's you're too good. True. You never know who that person is. True. That's why they say don't burn bridges. That's true, big or small. Mm -hmm. Now we're going into our third year mm -hmm. when the national championship last year. Yep. Just looking back from where you started to where we are now, how do you feel going forward with everything, with the program, with the other components of it as well, too? Um, how do you see it for this year only, not even for for the years down the road, but more specifically 2023 season? You know, um, last year I told you one thing and one thing only. I said, we got to win that championship. Yep. I, I know you said, look, uh, look I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you said, look, I'm going to be honest. I, I like him, but I don't know. And I, and I get it. Look, I, got, I understood it because, look, even though our boys were head over heels better than the year before, it was just, yeah. I understood what you meant in that. It wasn't no shot at any one individual, but I understood. But I told you, like, I want that ring. Yeah. Like, yeah, I if, unless I suit it up, like, I'll, I want that ring. And um, and what that makes, that, that gives me a sense of 
it's working, mm-hmm. right? People are buying in. And it's not so much just based off of, oh, I just want to win. I just want to do this. Nah, it, it shows that people truly buy in because now they're invested. Yeah. They have something they could tell somebody, hey, look, this is what I got. Yeah, that's true. You know how many times they talk about this participation trophy for kids? That's because the kids want to go and say, hey, this is what I got. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, how about when you earn it? True. How, how does that change the dynamic? How does that change the story? So when I told you, like, yeah, I want that ring. I don't care if the, I don't care if the trophy's trash. I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if it's muddy. I don't care if everything just goes to shit. I want that fucking ring. Yeah. Period. And that's because one, I'm a competitor. Two, I know if we won that, everything else changes moving forward. So going into this year, it's more so, you know, kids gotta believe now. Yep. You have, there's no choice. We have a schedule that proves that we're elevated. Yeah. The first year, okay. Sure. It is what it is. Like yeah. first year we played games, but who do we really play? Yeah. Next year, okay. We still play games, but we balled the hell out. Mm-hmm. It was always a shootout. It was always entertaining. And them boys have fun. Yeah. No fighting, no nothing. Bam. Third year. We got five university we got five colleges and universities on our schedule. Mm-hmm. But, you know. People want to say, "Oh, well, I don't. I can't. I gotta see more." Okay, every year we elevate it. Mm-hmm. First year, eh, trial and error. Second year, championship season. Third year, why not double that? Mm-hmm. And why not keep improving? We got we got five college schedules. Who at our level that's trying to mimic us or whatever is doing what we're doing? You can't. I don't see anybody. You got, you got market. You got product. You got business minds you got networks you have affiliations that all come together in one program and it's working so when i when you ask me about what's uh what's next steps for year three next next step and really the area of opportunity that i see is to elevate again Mm -hmm. we now we start building that culture that we talked about year one we say hey this is what we expect from you if not the door is right there. Mm. That's like I told the kids. Where, what other options do you have right now? Be real. If you say, if any one of those kids raise their hands and say they have an offer, I'd have said, okay, go. Yeah. And I and G G shit, I really would have. I, know I don't know none of those kids. I know you would. I got no game for them. <laughs> go home. If you have another option, go home right now. Because guess what? This is literally the only option for you because you chose it. Yeah. I'm. We may have recruited you, but at the end of the day, you chose this. Yeah. This is your only option. Iman Shumpert. NBA player was telling a story on a podcast that I saw on YouTube. He was like, Kobe said, said something interesting to me. He was like, everybody says you got to put, you know, more eggs in the basket, right? He said, what if you had no, what if, you know, you run out of eggs? What if you crack all the eggs? He's like, fuck it, I'll go get more eggs. Mm -hmm. This is all I'm doing. Like this, I don't care how many eggs I crack. I'm going to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. I'm going to make this shit work. Mm -hmm. Like this is only option. So you asked me about JAA, like, what do I believe in it? you know, early before we started this was the fact that this program that started off as football only and relied on, you know, the help of others has blossomed into something that is, you know, more self-sustaining than anyone ever could have thought. Yeah. Right. We had dealt with, oh, you guys are a scam. Okay. Watch this. Oh, you guys are overcharging kids. Okay. We give scholarships. Now what? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you guys don't play no games. We got three seasons. Oh, well, y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't good. We got a championship. Oh, yeah, well, uh, what else can you say? True. Except come to us because we're better. How? Yeah. 
listed. I would like to see it because anybody else that can share with them, share with us what they can do better than we can is truly lying because they learned it from us, 100%. So when you talk about your three, improvement, showing what we can do, and also the vision moving forward, this program is going to be self-sustaining from the educational standpoint to the athletic standpoint. And that's what I see in year three is really blossoming into our own. Nice. What would you say to kids, parents, or parents of kids, friends of kids that might have kids that don't have an option? What is one of the things, because you are the head of this, what is one of the things that you want to tell them about this program to ensure them that when they do come here, it's about the opportunity mm -hmm. more so than the clout that comes with being here? Right. So every kid that wants to really be a part of JA wants the chance to say, I got offered, right? It's a marketing ploy for all these kids, whatever. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants a graphic. But to the player, and that's where I first answer the question is, to the player, I would say, truly evaluate who you are as a person and as a player. Did you get burned when you were playing in high school? And if the answer is no, then you may want to kind of turn your head to what J.A. has to offer because if you didn't get that love from your coach, your high school coach, yeah. what makes you think you're going to get that love from a college coach? It doesn't work like that. I've been on that side where I had to try buy on to be a walk-on, be on practice team. It was tough. It's difficult. And coaches do not care about if you want to play or not because there's about 100 other kids coming to the same program that you want to go to in a D1 or D2 that want your same spot. If you didn't beat them out before, it makes you think you're going to beat them out now. Yeah. So to the kids, it's more so just being honest with yourself. If you want to chase the clout, you want the fame, you want the glory, that's perfectly fine, but just make sure you're putting in the work for it because nothing is given. We give out, we give scholarships to kids on an athletic standpoint as long as they maintain a 2.0 GPA. Most programs that you need to enter into college with, you have to pass their, um, their application process, mm -hmm. have requisite credit hours, have uh, volunteer hours, write an essay, submit uh, payment, sometimes even triple the amount we even offer. Yeah. And then you also have to have the requisite GPA. How many football players you know that truly have a 3.0 or above? I wasn't one of them. All right, then. I barely got into Maryland. And you have to worry about your essay. Well, this year is kind of different, but just, again, speaking to the players, you have your standardized tests. You have your SAT, ACT stuff that you have to um, submit. But all of that plays a factor when going to another program. So mm -hmm. when I tell people and recruit kids for JA, it's telling them about the opportunity that you truly have to have the floodgates just fly open for you. Mm -hmm. For you to have the opportunity not only to continue your football career, but truly have an opportunity to continue your academic career at a pace that's easy for you. Mm -hmm. Our classes are online. We have, a, we have our facility where you can work out at any point in time between 5 a.m. and 10 p.m. And then on top of that, we have our church where you can take your college classes. So we have all the components that you need to be successful. And if you're a gym rat, I mean, guess what? We got a gym that's right there for you, and you can take your classes wherever. Yeah, It's all about your level of commitment, so just truly being honest with yourself. And then, you know, to your other point about the uh, parents, what I would tell them about our program is that JAA is truly family-oriented. We want families of the kids that are participating to be involved. You see it now with the kids that are out of town. We have kids from Colorado, Pennsylvania, Kids coming in from New York, from Georgia. Um, we had kids from Texas, from 
Wisconsin. That's where mm -hmm. the old running back was from, Wisconsin. We have kids from all over the country coming to our program because their parents and family are involved in their decision in coming to JAA. Our staff is just as involved. We want to cater and we want to be able to build these young men into sustainable people, into the professional world as well, so they can achieve as, as the highest of the highs. Mm -hmm. And that way they're able to learn and grow as uh, professionals. So when it comes down to your kids coming to JAA, not only is it cost effective, where it's only, what, about 192 credit per credit hour. Yeah. And then on top of that, we give you a $2,000 scholarship to come. As long as you maintain a 2.0 GPA, which is a C average. Yeah, you just got to show up to class. Just show up. That's all you got to do. Show the hell up. Yeah. And I'm telling you, for the parents, it's just being as honest as that. We're giving you guys money to come to school. You're also able to utilize your financial aid if you qualify. Mm -hmm. Any scholarship, whether that be academic or, uh, you know, any Pell Grant, any student loans can be, doesn't come to us. It mm -hmm. goes straight to the school. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, you don't have any kind of worry because everything that you have is through full accredited, through a fully accredited college. All you have to do is just show up. Yeah. So when it comes down to the parents understanding what JA has to offer, it's truly about the opportunity that your child has in a cost-effective way. So they don't have to worry about paying too much out of pocket outside of if you're coming from out of town housing. But um, from there, we make it truly simple for them to make the decision to come to JA. Nice. Now want to shift this to the academic side because we could talk football all day but you alluded mm -hmm. to it your gpa is not to where, where it needs to be and i've seen this from a lot of guys that have been really talented but they don't go to school and they end up dropping off mm -hmm. they don't end up doing anything with their lives most of them what is the component inside of ja where you have come in and, and tried to talk about not only just education but as well as the financial literacy side because that is education at the mm -hmm. end of the day and you're a part of of quad a and people that don't know what quad a is it's the african american advisors association close almost yeah <laughs> i just abbreviated because when i say it to so many people it's it's a mouthful yeah it is a lot just quad a and, and yes quad look, a. we'll give you guys the links you should sign up if you're black you should sign up anyway <laughs> you talking about jay what is, with the educational aspect of it, what is it that you're setting out to do with Quad A to help these kids understand financial literacy and how they can set them up and their families to understand how to manage money going forward? Because a lot of people, honestly, they don't know how to manage money. Like mm -hmm. they get it and they want to spend it on something or they're influenced by somebody else. So mm -hmm. what is your focus? What is your goal in once these kids come in, how are you trying to teach them on how to being financially literate? Right. So, you know, the educational component of of, um, of JAA is solely focused on not only the general studies for college, mm -hmm. but also for the financial literacy aspect that a lot of, and quite frankly, a lot of Americans just don't have right now. Mm -hmm. um, it's not necessarily talked about at the kitchen table with your parents. You don't necessarily know where where your parents are with finances when you're a kid. And sometimes they just say, we, we just don't have it. Mm -hmm. Or, well, no, we can't get it right now. Or don't, don't worry about that. That's not for you. As opposed to just saying, hey, this is what our financial status is as a household. This is where we stand. This is how we manage our money. Bing, bang, boom. Mm -hmm. Those conversations aren't really had. Yeah. So when kids get to an age of, you know, of age where they can start working and they get the first check, they're thinking, they're seeing everything on TV or on Instagram or wherever 
and saying, you know what, now that I got some money in my pocket, I can get what I want. Mm -hmm. Not thinking about, I can put this aside for what I need in the future, yeah. right? Or even let this grow so it can become an asset and accumulate itself. So a lot of what we do now, um, you know, I work with Quad A, you know, like as you mentioned, the Association of African American Financial Advisors. Well, I wasn't going to put the F in because you had Quad A, so I didn't want to put the F I inside know. the it's, four it's A's. It's shortened to be Quad A. But um, Quad A is the, is the largest trade organization for black or African American financial advisors that really focuses on three pillars, and that's um, increasing the amount of black financial advisors. Uh, we want to also advocate for black financial advisors and also help with professional development, which again encompasses our overarching goal, which is to improve the financial uh, status of black America. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes down to, you know, our main objectives and how we choose to, you know, kind of achieve that goal and to achieve that mission is by partnering with HBCUs, by partnering with high schools, by launching a next gen generation program that really helps foster and cater to financial literacy aspect and pairing these students with mentors and coaches that are currently in the field mm -hmm. that can help mentor and guide them as the opportunities to be in a, a career in finance. So what we've been able to, you know, foster with Quad A and JA has uh, been nothing but remarkable, mainly because what we are launching to our students is a financial literacy program where they're now able to receive college level education from our from our quad a group mm -hmm. and through that curriculum they're able to be eligible for internships with some of the biggest firms in in the world really you got yeah, yeah i was about to say mention those firms let's skip those <laughs> don't skip that at yeah all. you got you got merrill lynch you got um jp morgan morgan stanley edward jones fidelity ubs um charles schwab uh principal lpl financial Basically, all, all the big ones that every have the bread. over over thirty different corporate partners is what we call them, and they're all some of the banks that a lot of these people probably already have banks with, mm -hmm. right? So when it comes down to the opportunity, they're looking for young talent. They understand that there's going to be a wealth shift in America within the next twenty to twenty five years. There's going to be a generation of money that's going to be shifting hands, and there's quite frankly not enough diversity one in the field for that. For that shift for black americans to kind of take advantage of the baby boomers kind of phasing out mm -hmm. i mean hate to say it but that's just how things are when it comes down to the cycle of life but there's going to be a, a, a tremendous uh transition of wealth going from one generation to another and quite frankly having those that are equipped to manage those kind of resources can be altering for the trajectory of any one demographic when it comes down to the financial um, future. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about individuals that are getting inheritances of a million plus dollars, or they're getting um, acquisitions of land or businesses. And you also have a, a bigger um, capacity now to welcome in this new group of, um, of, of, how can I put it, of individuals that are obtaining this wealth and kind of hand that off to an advisor that is of, you know, can be black, could be Spanish, whatever, mm -hmm. and hand that off to them. And now they can start managing that same portfolio on a 2%, 3% return, which when you're talking about the millions, that's a lot of money. Yeah, That's about 200, 300,000 just coming to your pocket as a salary. 
not including whatever clients you may have. Yeah. So when it comes down to the opportunity and you know being a part of the profession, that's really what we're trying to set up here with Quad A and JAA and bringing that financial literacy component and offering those internships so they start off, so our students can start off at a higher point than if they were to start off at uh, McDonald's or Whataburger. And there's nothing wrong with it, but a $30,000 job at Merrill Lynch and a $30,000 job at McDonald's are two different things. One's a career, one's a job. Right. Yeah. So that's really what we're setting up, and, and thanks for putting it like that. It's We're really setting up kids for career paths. Mm -hmm. and it may not be for everybody, but it's an option, sure. right? So Even if you try it and you still get paid 30K, I mean, Easily. you're not going back to McDonald's. After you're that. not. You're once, you, once you get to wear one of them suits, oh, man. Yeah, you change it. Change look, wear a suit and tie. You see how your life changes. Change your life, you're right. <laughs> change your life. So last yep. question, last mm -hmm. question. What's your why? Man, I was thinking of that question because I was going to ask the kids that this morning. Mm -hmm. But my why is, is truly just based off of, you know, God giving me the vision. I mean, I know that when I was younger, I had the, uh, my why was because I felt I can do it. And as I've gotten older, the why has been because, because God's putting in me to do and giving me the vision and giving me the resources, connection and tools to achieve what, um, what he set me out to do. This is really isn't, I know it, it originated from my brain to, you know, and out, out my mouth, but honestly, it's God speaking through me and shining through me to help inspire others. And it's the same with you when it comes down to sharing that same vision with me and everyone else that's helping us. That's truly what it is. So my why is just based off of my faith and based off of what I know to be true, that God's put a vision in my eyes and I just got to trust it. It works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it's a lesson learned. Mm -hmm. So be it. I've had plenty of lessons learned. And I'm still here. What 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 am I gonna do if this doesn't work? I'm right. still gonna be here. Right. So I like I was sharing before, I have zero options at this point except to make this work. Um, you know, my nine to five. You say zero options. Well, when that I sounds like you're, you you ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> hey, but look, like like I said, this I, is I, the thing you decided to do. And then, you're doing it. The, well, yeah, that's a better way yeah. to put it then. This is what I decided to do, and this is what, you know, my mind is on, and this is where I try every move that I make is focused on getting J.A. to elevation to where we can say that we're like a Duke or we're like a Florida or we're like a FSU. It may not be tomorrow, but I know it's somewhere in the next, in the immediate future mm -hmm. that we can do that. And uh, like you always say, Alabama of Jacksonville, look, Look. Oh yeah. Look, y'all oh, yeah. trying y'all play around. Y'all mess around, you're gonna find out. Yeah. Like that's exactly. all I'm trying to say. So exactly. to anyone that, that's interested about JA or would like to come to our program, even come and visit or visit or see a few of our games, uh we'll be live streaming everything this season. Um we also are welcoming recruits as well. So if you have interest, visit jaaathletics.org and check us out. Um I mean look, we, we have everything you can possibly think of. It's just if you want to make that opportunity a reality for you and that, that dream into reality, I apologize, then, um, you know, JA is the place for you. So True. The only thing we offer is the opportunity. When you come here, it's the opportunity mm -hmm. and the work. And however hard you work, that's what you get. Nico, I appreciate you coming on. Man, no Something problem. that we had to talk about. I'm glad we're talking about it now because when we tried to do this before, we had just started going into year two. We mm -hmm. didn't really know the trajectory and how it was going to go. We were kind of just like... Let's figure it out. And then you have that next year where you get to see everything and get to see the success. And now here we are.
kind of still going up and you guiding that. So appreciate mm-hmm. you coming on, getting people to understand what you're doing because it ain't me. Like I'm, I'm really just doing X's and O's. You're more on the business side. So I appreciate you coming on and talking and shoot, let's do it again. We got, what is it, year three? Year three. Year three. Let's go back to back, man. Hell yeah. Watching Conversation with Carol. I'm Nolan Carroll. This Nico Carroll. We talked about some good stuff. Like he said, going to jaathletics.org. If you want to as well, quad A. This Conversation with Carol. We're out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.